hadith sharif rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives us the very great virtue and the fadilat and the reward of qurbani <coughs> that ma amila ibn adam min amalin yawm an-nahr ahabbu ila allah min ihraq ad-dam that on the day of eid al-adha on the day of qurbani person cannot do any action that is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala that is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than this pulling of the blood of the animals they are great amal very very virtuous full of reward nafil salah tilawat of the Quran Sharif zikr, dua so all this has to be done and this is not in any way meant that on the day of Eid, a person doesn't do any other amal. But this is meant to highlight that how great is the amal of Qurbani. That beyond everything else, every nafil action on that day is the amal of Qurbani. But in one hadith sharif, there is one exception. That a person cannot do any action more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the splitting, splitting, uh, spilling of the blood of the animals but this exception comes in one hadith sharif, illa silatar rahim, except the joining of family ties. That has a greater rank than even the reward and the status and position of qurbani. Now, qurbani is such an emphasized <coughs> aspect that in the hadith sharif, Nabi Wasallam, Ibn Majah sharif, the riwayat is that, the person who has the ability to perform qurbani and he still does not do so. In other words, it was wajib upon him and he still did not do so. فَلَا يَحْضُرْ مُسَلَّانَ He shouldn't even join us with our, in our Eid Salah, at our Musallah of the Eid Salah. Now we're talking about the Eid Salah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, where the Imam is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and the Eid Salah of Madina Munawara. So, can we imagine the position of that Eid Salah, where the Imam is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi and in order to emphasize this Qurbani, Nabi sallallahu says that a person who has the ability to do so, and it's wajib upon him, and he still does not do so, he shouldn't even come and join us for the Eid Salah. Obviously, who is not going to then heed that? Every person would be more than, in fact, even if it was not compulsory on him, he'd do whatever was necessary to be there. But this Hadith Sharif has this exception. And this exception is meant to highlight what is the position of maintaining family ties. That this has a rank even beyond this ibadat. In the Hadith Sharif, the crux of which is that a person who wishes to have barakat in his life, barakat in his wealth, man ahabba yubsata lahu fi rizqi wa yunsa'alahu fi athari. So the prescription for this barakat in life and wealth is fal yasil rahima. We should maintain and join family ties. Now, maintaining family ties, such a great reward. This aspect of maintaining, joining family ties in the Hadith Sharif, that too is explained. That what is meant by the person getting this reward for joining family ties? Who is this person? Is this great reward for the person who somebody was good to him, was very kind to him, somebody was 
maintaining the ties with him, so he also did the same. Yes, that too he'll get rewarded for. But this special reward, this is something for something, a very special effort. And that effort, Nabi Islam explains, is that Laysa al bil mukafi. The person who is called a wasil, who will get this great reward, the person who will be blessed with this special barakat in his life and wealth. The wasil, the person who is truly regarded as a person who maintains family ties, is the person who, when somebody cuts off ties from him, he makes the effort to maintain the ties. So, this is the person who gets the special reward. And he is the person who gets the dua right from the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. Where in another hadith it is explained, that this kinship, family ties, this is given a form, this relationship. It has whatever form Allah Ta'ala has blessed it with. And rahimu mu'allaqatun bil arsh. It is attached and it is linked to the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. So right at that point, at the arsh of Allah Ta'ala, this continuously now makes dua. The dua is, man wasalani wasalahullah. Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Can we imagine dua for a person at that height? That, Ya Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Ya Allah, the one who cuts me, you cut him off. Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah says that he used to live in Saharanpur but his hometown was Kanla, it was a distance away. So he would go once in a while, once in a year, etc., because he was occupied in his work all the time in the madrasa. So when he would go, now that was the whole, where all the whole family was based. Now these kind of things sometimes happen that somebody misunderstands something, some whatever issue takes place, but then. Sometimes these things get a little deeper. And there's a split. So he says once he went back to Kanla for a few days, as he would normally go once or twice a year. <coughs> so when he went there at that time, something happened. And the whole family, now the whole village is like one family. And there's a split between the whole family, half on one end, the other half on the other end. Nobody's talking to each other. So in any case, his mamul was and his practice was when he would come, he would come once a year, twice a year maybe. So he would go to visit every house, all the seniors, elders of the whole family. That was his normal practice. Now this time when he came, this is the position, this half of the family is not having any kind of interaction with the other half. But he ignored the situation and he went along as was his normal practice. So now he obviously belonged to one half of the family. And he would go to the doors now, go and knock on the door. One of his other relatives was accompanying him. So many of the homes of the other half now. Somebody opened the door, they say, okay, it's him. Now he becomes guilty by extension. Now somebody said something, this is our problem, unfortunately. Somebody said something, so it was an issue between two people. But now, 
If the one person was wrong, obviously, somebody will be right, somebody will be wrong, sometimes both made a mistake. But if one person made a mistake, then his father, his son, his brother, his uncle, and his whole extended family become guilty by extension. Why? Because they related to him. His problem, his issue, he made a blunder in something, but his whole, everybody linked to him becomes guilty by extension. So in any case, as a Sheikh Ramtul had nothing to do with the issue. He wasn't even there when whatever happened. But now he became guilty by extension. And now he is linked to the other half of the family, so he's also... So the person would open the door, you see, it's him, close the door in his face. Or somebody would say some abusive things. So he would still calmly try to greet the person, he, the person closed the door, or he said something and he refused to meet, and he would move on, go to the next door. And this happened on several occasions in that one round, in that visit. Any case that on two days he stayed and went away. The next year he returned again on his normal way that he would come, spend a few days. So again he went round, now this issue is still carrying on. So again when he is going round from the house to house, the same treatment that he got the previous year, that treatment is being repeated. And the person who accompanied him last year on those rounds, he was with him again. So now when he's seeing the same thing happening, so he's now getting more upset with the Sheikh Hamtulale and he says to him that don't you have any shame? Last year they did this to you, you're still coming this year for the same treatment. Again you are subjecting yourself to this, they're closing the door in your face, they're saying all these abusive things, and it happened last year, you're still coming back, no shame you got. So his reply and response to the relative of his said to him, look, they're doing what they want to do. I will have to do what I'm supposed to do. They're doing whatever they're doing. But what is the teaching of deen that's directed to me? That, That the person who is truly a wasil, if somebody else is cutting out ties from him, he's doing what it is possible for him to do to maintain those ties. So, Sheikh Hamtulali is explaining this whole incident many years later, and he says it was then, not long after that, that the very people who were closing the door in his face, the very people who were saying all these hurtful and abusive things to him, but he did what was his responsibility. See, some of those, many of those people became his ardent murids after that. And who were not wanting to even greet him, were now following him more than everybody else. But this, what happened was, he did what was his responsibility. And now, on this occasion of Qurbani, it's such great rewards for the Amal of Qurbani, but yet in this Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says that there is no action more beloved to Allah Ta'ala that a person can do on the day of Eid al-Adha than the spilling of the blood of the animals, illa silatar rahim except the maintaining of family ties, that has even a greater rank. The reward of that is even beyond this. So this is the thing that is being highlighted in these ahadith, that what a tremendously important facet in deen this is, the maintaining of relationships, the maintaining of family ties, of kinship. And dunya is dunya, there are all kinds of situations come up, we are insan, others are insan, we make mistakes, others also make mistakes. We sometimes say things we don't mean. 
Others also sometimes say things they don't mean. Sometimes we have erred and are wishing that something now, that we are over, we are forgiven, our mistake is overlooked. Likewise with others. But Allah Ta'ala loves that person who takes that step, who joins that tie, who humbles himself, lowers himself for Allah Ta'ala. مَنْ تَوَادَ عَلِ اللَّهِ رَفَعُهُ اللَّهِ Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, the one who humbles himself, but for Allah Ta'ala, لِلَّهِ Allah Ta'ala elevates him. Now here, the Shaykh Ramatullah is going around on this, visiting all his extended family, and he is being, so to say, humiliated in this way, but he humbled himself for Allah Ta'ala. But in dunya, Allah Ta'ala showed him the reward of that already. What's in the akhirat is beyond imagination. That the very people who were now, who at one time were abusive, who were so rude, they are now becoming his ardent followers. So this is something to reflect on and to bring alive this message. That maintaining of kinship, of relationship, this is something extremely emphasized. Very greatly emphasized. In the Quran Sharif, there are so many ayat that pertain to this. The hadith are filled with it. On Kitab Adabul Mufrad of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah The very famous Kitab of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah is Bukhari Sharif. But there are many other Kitabs that he authored. And one kitab, Al-Adabul Mufrad. This is also a compilation of Hadith Sharif. The first chapter of this kitab commences with the aspect of kinship and relationship. With one's parents, the rights of parents, family members, family ties in general. And it's a very long chapter. Can you imagine now, it's a very huge compilation, voluminous compilation of Hadith Sharif. All these ahadiths are compiled therein. The first chapter deals with this. And Imam Bukhari, alayhi, a person of that caliber, that insight, and he is selecting these ahadis to be the opening chapter. It's definitely something very deep for him to be looking into and make this the opening chapter of, the, of his kitab. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq that this be... And as mentioned, dunya is dunya. We also have our weaknesses, others have. And somebody's weakness might be that they won't even respond positively. But that's not our problem. Our issue is, we do what we have to do. Whatever others will do, they'll do. We'll do what we'll have to do. Allah Ta'ala will bring that day when this will bring its benefits, let alone in akhirat, in dunya. Allah Ta'ala bless us and give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi.